in a, a private school owned by Christian sister. Not outside, but teaching in a school owned by a Christian sister. And it was time for examination. You know what they do. <laughs> it was time for exam, and they will openly have students. And her sister said, this can never happen. So I have taught them, I've done everything, I've poured my life to them. So let them go and put to practice what I've taught them. But the school had a policy. You know, even when, when the sister was telling the story, the sister, the invigilator who came is a Christian sister. The owner of the school, a Christian sister. So you would think you are secure and there will be no cheating. But he said, she said as she was going to the examination hall, when they told her, and said, now you see eh, these children, we need to help them, the situation of our country, so parents cannot be paying and paying. And you know, in a state like Lagos, when you will pay so much, our own is a little in Lagos, but it's not plenty. <laughs> children are paying for something thousand. So we say, so parents, you don't expect them to begin to pay and pay. So please, let's try to just look the other side and help them a little. And the sister said, no. We are Christians. Say, God is not against helping your brother or your sister. So as she was going to the examination hall, and she discovered the invigilator is a Christian sister. She was relaxed and said, thank God. They have brought a born again to supervise us. But say, as soon as the papers were distributed, the owner of the school came, greeted the supervisor, and they went out and they were discussing. <laughs> All the time the students were doing the exam, they were discussing outside. So when God is saying, be still, Know that I am God. God is calling you to faith. That in the world where we live now, except you guide your faith jealously, trouble will happen. And that's why I want us to get this background clearly. Before we go, that only men and women of faith will be able to move the world for God. The rest of the story, you should guess what is happening. So where we're going is that everywhere you are, in this generation, your faith is called to question. Wherever you are walking, your faith is called to question. But the summit is telling us, by what we have read, that even if the whole mountains are moving, we will remain standing. Even if all the rivers are getting dried up, what will happen? We will remain standing. And if you cannot stand for God, you are not qualified to bear his name. And so the call, be still, is a call to trust God with all your life. 
There have been chaos from the beginning of the world. But God has spoken to the voice of chaos of old. And he will still speak to the voice of chaos in your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Immediately God created the world. The Bible says in Genesis chapter number 1. From verse number 2. See, as soon as God finished creating the world, he said the world became what? Empty. Void. So, from the beginning, there have been voices of chaos that are disorganizing things. But in verse number three, God came. He called for the lies. Then God said, let there be what? Let there be lies. And there was lies. And by the reason of that light, everything was put into proper shape. The same voice that silenced the chaos of old will silence every chaos in your life in the name of Jesus. So one of the reasons why this meeting is organized and what God wants to do is that every voice of chaos that has been causing disorganization and scattering your life, God is going to silence them. Amen. I said, God is going to silence them. Amen. Every voice of chaos that has been rendering you hopeless, that is placing you as if to say you are nobody and you are carrying about low self-esteem, God says he's going to silence those voices. Amen. And God will silence it in the name of Jesus. Every voice of chaos that has been scattering away that which should belong to you and has caused you to remain poor and deprived, God says silver and gold. Belong to who? He said belong to him. God today says he's going to silence those voices. Amen. And as he silences those voices, you will rise in a new way. I said, you will rise in a new way. And so let's look at our text properly. And let's take them step by step. Verse number one says, God is our refuge and strength. A very present help. We are in trouble. So when you are in trouble, where do you seek help from? From God. So the starting point is that everyone should seek help from God. My prayer is that God is going to raise help for you today in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, God has his own special way of raising help. You remember the woman who was a widow and has only one son in the Bible. In the book of Luke, she was a widow. She had only one son. And that son died. The Bible recalls that they carried that son and they were going to bury. And mourners were crying. Everyone trying to sing the song of money around you. The Lord will silence them. Mourners were crying and they were mourning and everybody was going. There was a a morning procession that was going. The woman, no husband, the only child that she had died. 
very hopeless and helpless. But at the critical moments, the Lord Jesus appeared. Today, Jesus will appear in your moments. The Lord Jesus will visit you specially. As they were going and carrying the casket away, the Bible records that Jesus appeared and touched the casket. As soon as Jesus touched the casket, all the movement ceased. The Lord Jesus will stretch forth his hand to you today. Amen. And by the reason of the touch, all movement will cease. Amen. God wants you to trust him and to rely on him. This woman was helpless, but at the right time, Jesus came. At the right time, your help will come. Amen. I said, at the right time, your help will come. You remember the whole nation of Israel. In the book of First Samuel, the whole nation of Israel in chapter 17 was being harassed and mesmerized by one single Syrian. What is his name? Goliath. The Bible recorded that for 40 days this man was shouting. It will come out, everybody will be afraid. As soon as he come out, we come to be fed and to harass them. Even the king Saul was afraid. At the time the disgrace was to be multiplying, God sent one little boy. What's his name? He sent a little boy. The shepherd boy was taking care of his father's sheep. But the father sent him to give food to his brothers. And as he got there, he saw what was happening. And the Bible recalled that David was asking them. <laughs> you know, he, he, he wasn't asking them how they are fighting or anything. He said, what will happen to anyone who is able to deal with this uncircumcised Philistine? I, I imagine in my heart, these little rats and these heavy giants. What's the difference between them? One, carrying the grace of God. And the other one, empty of the grace of God. The brother came there and said, what will happen? He, that means he has proposed in his heart, I'm going to deal with this man. Anyone who hears God, when God is saying, be still, he's saying, I am your God. I know what it takes for you to walk through the journey of life. As many as have not gotten to the part of the fulfillment of their destiny, this week, the Lord will lay your feet on that path. Amen. I said, the Lord will lay your feet on that path. Amen. You know that was the path of fulfillment for David. He was an errand boy, but he came back as a different person. You came into church today, people are likely to be looking at you as an errand boy. You will return as a prince. Say so you will return as a prince. Amen. So God wants every one of us to be confident. So the language of this psalm is a language of boldness. 
The tone is that of confidence. Somebody who's confident in the power of the Almighty God. We had a place where we go for ministration, for evangelism. So we have been ministering to people and ministering to people. But one old woman, very old, just walked to her brethren and said, my daughter has walked out of this house. And for over 20 years, I've not set my eyes on her. That is the only, I have two boys and one girl. That is the only daughter that I have. I don't know whether your Jesus can help me to bring my daughter back. When she said that, our brethren said, okay. You say you don't know, but we know that our Jesus can bring your daughter back. But if you want him to bring your daughter back, you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The woman said, no. Let him do what I say you do, then I will accept him. Because if I've accepted him and he doesn't do it, I can't go back again. So the brethren said, don't worry. We will pray for you and God will strengthen your faith. They prayed for the woman. And two weeks after, the lady appeared. The lady has been living in Kano in the north. And with all the crisis, the lady just appeared and said, I've just come to greet you. My mind was just uh, feeling that I should come and greet you. So I will sleep with you two days and I will return. Now, the woman doesn't know our church. Because she's not used to the fellow. So she was running and said, help me get those Jesus people. <laughs> so that their prayer has not ended. Oh. <laughs> My daughter came and said, she's going today. Let them use their prayer to tie her down. <laughs> now, you see, when, when we went, oh, ah, they now said, now I'm prepared to accept your Jesus. You know that even the scripture says some people will not believe except there are miracles. So miracles are instruments of evangelism. Even in the church, when some people have not experienced the powerful hand of God, they don't trust God. And today, God is going to reach you in an unusual way. Amen. So we taught the woman and one of the Bible lessons they taught the woman is the book of Corinthians. When the Bible says, those people that we are fighting against are not what? They are not flesh and blood. But you know that the scripture says, our instrument of warfare are not what? They are not carnal. But they are mighty through God to doing what? Pulling down strongholds. So they taught the woman that verse. And that's the only thing she knew. She's, she's not lettered. And they taught her in Yoruba. So she called one of the sisters and said, hmm, because of this lady, some people have invited me to join witchcrafts. That they will help me to bring her. And I've agreed. We have made the preparation. And it's closer to the time that I'll be initiated. Now that you people have called me to this one, can I go to that one? He said, no, you can't go. He said, but they will come and trouble me. Oh. Because I've eaten with them. They said, don't worry yourself. 
God will protect you when you call. The Bible already said, your instrument of warfare is not carnal. But it's mighty through God towards pulling down stronghold. When they come, just say in the name of Jesus, go back. The woman accepted and took their words literally. And true to like, they came. He said they came in the night. And as they came all ahead, the fear came in and she forgot everything. Just suddenly she remembered that say, the instrument that she'll be using to fight now, it is not ordinary. And it can pull down every stronghold. Says she stood up and repeated those words. <laughs> and when she repeated it the first, you know, traditionally you say, do it three times. He said, when I did it the first time, second time, I said, now, <laughs> and she repeated those words. He said, she just had a disorganization noise and she didn't know anything. Two days after, one of the leaders of the witchcraft was sick. And she told people, please help me beg this person. <laughs> Whatever he has used to tie me down, let him come and lose me. And so the woman was asking, so this woman said, I've tired and come and teach me how to lose her asking her people. <laughs> now, where am I going? You see, the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. The Lord Jesus said, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are what? Life. So, if you believe God for his word, it will work for you. No wonder when God was preparing Joshua, he said, this book of the law should not do what? Should not depart from your mouth. But you must meditate upon it when? Day and night. One of the things that the devil uses to prevent us from receiving our strength from the Lord is taking our eyes away from the word of God. God says he honors his word. And so this Bible works. I have put it to practice and it has worked for me. And I've announced it all over that this one works. But many people believe it's ordinary book. And it has not been working for them. God says be still and know that word. I am God. What he says is that rest upon my word. Rest on these words that I'm giving you and it will work for you. I pray for you that the word of God will work for you. Amen. The word of God will have performance in your life. Amen. You know why? God is saying at this meeting, we will deal with poverty. And you see, I always enjoy God when he sends me to do something. I don't bother whether you believe me or not. That's not my own problem. My problem is that I should faithfully deliver the message of God. So, he's going to deliver you from poverty. Amen. Nobody is going to oppress you any longer. Amen. And the Lord says all those who have been afflicted should be set free. So, some people have been afflicted. From today, that affliction will be off. Amen. But you need to believe the word of God. 
If you don't believe the word of God, no other thing. I told people in our church, I have no other thing that is the word of God. I so much have confidence in the power and the potency of these words that I go about carrying it all over. Whenever God is not willing to defend me, that's his own problem. So, by his word, God can defend you. And he's going to defend you in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, God says, just be still and know that I am God. I'm trying to impress on you the need for you to believe God because once you do this and we set this foundation, all other things that we'll be doing tomorrow and next tomorrow will just be falling in line. But people who don't believe, I pray that you will not just be an onlooker. You know, some people can just accompany people and say, let's go and see what they are doing there. But even if you come to see what they are doing, God will arrest you. Amen. I said, God will arrest you. Amen. Now look at verse number two. He said, therefore, we will not do what? We will not fear. Even though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, do you know that the earth can be removed? In Psalm 114, the Bible says, when Israel left the people of strange tongues, when Jacob left people of strange land, he said, the Red Sea saw them. What happened? He parted. Jordan saw them. What happened to Jordan? It dried off. Hills and mountains were doing what? They were skipping like rams. Israel, the Israelites don't have two heads old. We are the Israel of today. So if you carry the presence of God, you carry his word. Races will begin to part before you. Judas will begin to drive before you. His and mountains will begin to ski before you. You see, as I was growing up, because my father is the only son among 29 children, <laughs> There are 29 children, 28 sisters, one brother. You know that. The day he was born, the mother died. It was two years when the father died. So, you know, it became everybody will be taking care of my goal in you. They instill fear into his life that he became so fearful. So anytime we go to our town, I won't give you the names, I won't know. <laughs> anytime we go home and we are greeting people, so even when people are greeting you and they want to put hand on our head, my father will be trying to sleep. Even his own sisters, when they give us food, he will say, just tell them you are free. And it will give us biscuits. He said, don't touch it. Oh. I said, ah, biscuits is on your board and they put a uh, lilo on I said, no, no, you don't know. They will have spoken to it. That is how much fear they instill into him and his circumstances and situation of his life. So they said, everybody in the family is witch or witchcraft or wizard. 
And the whole time they said, there are so many witches and wizards. Even when I wanted to marry, one of the aunties of my wife said, ah, that place, there, there are many witches there. <laughs> Only God helped me. They, didn't, they were not able to snatch my wife. But where I'm going is that we grew up with that fear. And every time we were living in fear, until when I came to know the Lord. And when I knew the Lord, the Bible tells me that fire goes before the Lord. And what does he do? Destroys the enemy. And I said, okay, I want to test the word of God. If every member of our family are witches and wizards, now I have accepted Jesus. Let's see the difference between Jesus and the witches and the wizards. So each time I go home and they put food down with my father, I'll be eating. My father will be doing his eyes. I will not look at his eyes. I will just be eating my own. So when my father eventually died and all the sisters were equally afraid, so all the people they said we should not eat, I will go and meet them and say, now, you have given me food. They said I shouldn't eat. Because they said, if I eat it, you will kill me. So if I die, now everybody will say you are the one who has killed me. So be praying that when I eat, nothing will happen. I was just speaking word of boldness until I discover life in the word of God. That anyone who is in Christ is what? Is a new creation. Whole things have done what? I pass away. So brothers and sisters, this morning, this day, all we are after is for you to trust God, believe in him, and hope that he's able to do all that he has proposed to do. And the Lord will visit you specially in Jesus' name. I said the Lord will visit you specially in Jesus' name. Now, two things I want to say before we pray, because this is only introduction. And we're coming for the real thing from tomorrow by the grace of God. God is the one speaking to his people here. We started with a testimony of who God is. He's so powerful. Our God is so powerful that the psalmist says he's our refuge. He can protect us. Our God is so powerful that he can provide for our needs. Our God is so powerful that he can pronounce judgment against our enemies. And so he made us understand that it does not matter. The whole world is shaking. You just stand with Jesus. So the starting point is number one. Hear the word of God. Hear the word of God. There are so many voices that are speaking all over today. But all other voices that are speaking are not speaking the mind of God and the purpose of God for your life. That's why God is saying, be still, be quiet, be calm, be confident, be bold enough to stand in my presence. And you remember the Bible says, who shall ascend unto the hill of the Lord? Who will do that? The one which what? Clean hands and pure heart. So your heart must be pure. 
your hand must be clean. But please, hear the word of God. It's only by hearing and hearing and hearing that the word becomes part of you. So please, hear the word of God. And by day and by night, come the word of God into your life and you will see a difference in the name of Jesus. Number two thing that you need to be is believe God for his word. Each time I tell God, give performance to your word. That's all I pray. I just read the Bible and I say, Lord, give performance to your word. There are so many things that we have gone through, but as I say, God, give performance to your word, God will just begin his own. So, believe God for his word. Number three things, according, the third thing according to this psalm that we are reading carefully is that the adversary will come. The storm will come. The voices of chaos will come to shake things. Don't be moved by the environment. Don't be moved by what is going on all around. Don't be moved and controlled by the economy of this nation. I tell people, I do not live by the economy of Nigeria. I live by the economy of heaven. And I don't do what I should not do. I don't go beyond my own level. So live by the word of God. So don't be moved. That's why God said be still. Don't be moved by... Because even when the earth is shaking, the mountains are cracking, don't be moved by that. You remember that Elijah was waiting for God to speak to him. When fire came, God was not there. Earthquake came, God was not there. Where was God? Small, still voice. So don't be moved by all that is going all around, but be moved by the word of God. Number four thing that I want you to note, according to the text that we have read, is that that's, that's what we have in verse number 11. The Lord of hosts is what? Is with us. Believe in the presence of God in your life. That you carry the presence of God. You see, some people believe that it's when they are in church that God is with them. Everywhere you go, God says, I will be with you I will not do what? I will not leave you alone. So believe that you carry the presence of God everywhere you go. It was the presence of God that was making the Red Sea to get dry. That was making Jordan to dry up. Red Sea parted and his and mountain were moving. So when you carry the presence of God to everywhere you go, things will begin to happen. And my prayer is that from this moment, you will carry the presence of God. Yeah. I said, from this moment, you will carry the presence of God. Yeah. It's time to pray, brethren. You are more than what people say. 
You are more than what people say. You are more than what people say. You are glorious. You are more than what people Two more times, take that song. You are more than what people One more time, you are more than what people say. 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 You are more than what in Genesis chapter 1 verse number 2 the Bible said the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep the earth was without form the earth itself was void and darkness was on the face of the deep. Can you tell God, give form to my life. Give form to my life. He said the earth was without form. God created those things well. But the Bible is saying there is a deformation now. Can you just tell God, give form to my life. Is the one who can give the right form to your life. Give form to my life, Lord Jesus. Give form to my life, Lord Jesus. Give form to my life, Lord Jesus. Every deformity he must cease. Give form to my life, Lord Jesus. Are you praying to God? God must give form to your life today. Lord, give form to my life. Every formlessness must disappear because your voice is coming to speak to me. Give form to my life, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Again, tell God, there's no reason why I should be empty. Every emptiness, let the grace of God fill it. Can you talk to God? Fill my life with your grace. Every emptiness, Lord, fill it with your grace. Lord, fill it with your grace. Fill it with your grace.
emptiness. Fill it with your grace, Lord. There must be a feeling. There must be a feeling. Thank you, our Father. Thank you, our God. Thank you, King of Kings. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Our three particular prayers we pray as the Lord laid in my heart this morning. As I was praying, the Lord showed me some atlas that were on a track. And one of them that everybody was expecting is going to win as soon as the race was starting. I saw that some things were placed on the track. Some threads were placed on the track. And as the person was moving, those threads were pulling the person down. Every instrument of the enemy to pull you down, to slow you, and to prevent you from running at the pace that God has given to you. By the authority of the word of God, I set it on fire in the name of Jesus. Now, listen carefully. We are running a race in this world. And Atlas differ from Atlas. There are some people that have been known very well. Now, this one is about to run, and people already know this one is going to run faster. So, there are Threads. They just put all those threads. So as she's running, it's a lady. As she's running, is on those threads, and she could no longer move. And as watching her struggling and struggling and struggling and struggling, God says, "Be still." He's saying, "The struggle is no longer yours; is mine." And you cry to God. Every instrument of the adversary. To prevent me from running at the right pace. Father, I set it on fire in the name of Jesus. Cry to God. The pace at which you are supposed to run. Set it on fire now. Every instrument that is laid on the road. Set it on fire now in the name of Jesus. You must set it on fire. You must set it on fire. You must set it on fire now in the name of Jesus. Are you praying? Are you praying? I have not sensed a witness in my spirit. Every instrument from the pit of hell to prevent me from running well, I set it on fire now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, 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 Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Can you lift your hands to heaven? Lord, in surrenderedness to your authority and your power. 
knowing that you are the only help that we have now. Every instrument of the enemy, every agent of the devil that has truncated our way and is tending to prevent us from running well. Father, we ask that by your grace, let your fire burn there now in the name of Jesus. Everything that has been placed on our way to hinder our movements, we ask that you will send the east wind and it will clear them in the name of Jesus. Run at the right speed. Run at the right pace. Run at the correct strength. And you will get to the point in the name of Jesus. Number two thing that I want you to please sit down. You see, because I was praying, I discovered that we are in a journey of faith. And God was showing me that it's a race of faith that people are running. I see again that people were seated. It was like a gathering when people are ready to feast. And people were seated. Everybody came with his own plate and spoon. And they have been seated and seated and seated. The caterer is delaying. And people are coming and saying, don't worry, sorry, the caterer. So when the caterer came, the order of the food filled the whole house. And everybody was already salivating. And as people were celebrating that the caterer has come, I saw that the plate and the spoon of some people have been removed. You don't have plate, you don't have spoon, they will not serve you. Because everybody was asked to bring his plate and his spoon. I suddenly discovered that some people's plate and spoon, at the moment when it is time to serve the food, they lack plate, they lack spoon. Everyone that is waiting for you, at the moment of relief, that's when they are now waiting. You have waited and waited. You have persevered with all others. But at the moment of relief, when you should lay your hand on the promise, somebody is trying to shift the goalposts. Can you cry to God? Anyone trying to shift the goalposts, when it is time for me to rest, Lord, today I ask, that you come from heaven and place your judgment upon such persons. Let the judgment of God come upon such persons. Everyone that causes you to wait and wait and wait. And at the time when you are supposed to now take your portion. Oh, take God, Lord. No one will take my portion. No one will deny me of my portion. I ask at this hour, Lord, that by your grace and your power, Father, wherever my plate is, by fire and by force, bring them out. In Jesus' name we pray. You see, those plates and spoons have been removed. The Almighty God must stretch forth his hand of mercy and must retrieve your plate and your spoon. So ask God, Lord, stretch forth your hand. Your hand of defense, your hand of mercy, and retrieve my spoon and my place in the name of Jesus. Cry to God. Your spoon and your plate. 
This is symbolic of what you are supposed to use. Oh, yes. Lord, anyone that is taking away my plate and my spoon, self out your hand, retrieve it from there now in the name of Jesus. Retrieve it now in the name of Jesus. Retrieve it now in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Lord, in the account in First Samuel chapter 30 of the experience of Siglag, David asked you, shall I pursue? And you ask him to pursue and to overtake. Lord, by the authority of your word and by your inspiration, Lord, we ask that we pursue all those who have taken that which belong to us. Yeah. We overtake them now yeah. and we retrieve our property in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Lord, all those who have taken that which belong to us because the plate is not the end itself. The place is a means to the end. Therefore, all those who are injuring us, Father, we ask that today we recover all in the name of Jesus. Lord, we recover all in the name of Jesus. Please sit down the third one and we'll pray a general prayer. As I pray for the church this morning, I saw a building that was beautifully made. A building that has just been completed and is about to be dedicated. And as people were preparing and doing something, I saw some persons parry. I thought they were carrying something they would use for the ceremony. And as soon as they dropped the thing and ran away, they dropped a corpse there. The time of ceremony, people should be celebrating. They build a new house they want to celebrate. And everybody is preparing, and some people just sneak in and drop a corpse. What are they supposed to do? They want to marry your joy, not just marrying the joy, they want to put you into trouble. Everyone that the devil has sent. Because they cannot prevent you from building the house you have built it. They couldn't prevent you from opening the house you have opened it. But they want to put an end to that joy. And land you into trouble. Every agent of the devil who is angry with you because God has granted you success. You will tell God that today let your fire go before me and burn those people off. Can you talk to God? Let your fire go before me and burn them off. Before they perform their evil enterprise against me. Let your fire go before me and burn them off. You are building a house. When you are building, they were not there. When you are laboring to build, they were watching. You completed the house. And now to celebrate.
Are you praying? Are you praying? Are you praying? You will not run into trouble. They will not bring trouble upon your way. Oh, they will not mind your joy. What you don't know about. Every strange instrument of the devil. They will not be able to land it in your place. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, glorious God. Thank you, King of Kings. Thank you, Lord of Lords. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Lord, we stand by the honor of your word to declare to your people that every strange instrument Every negative issue, every corruption that the enemy has proposed to place upon their joy, today we remove it in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, all those who have given themselves to evil and their desire is that at the moment of joy, is at that time they want to strike. Father, you will dispossess them. Amen. Lord, we dispossess them. Lord, we dispossess them. Thank you, our God. Thank you, our King. As we end, I would like you to dance now. Because one of the things that God said we put an end to is poverty. You know, I have tasted poverty before. And I know that it's not good. <laughs> but when God said, be still, I was looking for war. But God said, he's going to put an end. So all the voices of crisis, voices of chaos that made people's lives to be meaningless and poor, God is going to silence them. So as God said, one of the things that we're going to deal with is that he's going to deal with poverty. And I'm praying, I say, Lord, the people in new glory, because you call them glory, and you know you don't cover glory. Even when you cover glory, the glories that are shining where you will not be able to cover them. No one will cover your glory. No one will cover your glory. Okay, no wonder you are new glory. That's why everything about stopping you from rejoicing. So, as I woke up this morning and praying, I was saying, Lord, these ones, you will so much announce them to the whole world that no one will be able to Stand against them. Yeah. You know, God told Joshua, I said, no one will be able to stand against you. Tell your neighbor, no one will stand against me. No. Now, you take this. When I started, and I said, Now, wait, wait. Wait, you know why I want you to dance? I was dancing on your behalf. Because as I prayed to God, you see, some, those of us who have tasted poverty firsthand, when God says he's going to deal with poverty, poverty at all levels. So I was saying, Lord, this one, I'm much more interested, though, that you deal with it and you will announce there is somebody here that God will announce to the whole world. Because of you, situation will begin to answer to you. 
men will begin to answer for you. And so you will dance now in the next two minutes like somebody who will be announced to the world. Can we go, sir? Come on. I'll see the Piyoba. 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 Can you lift your hands unto heaven? It's not because I want to punish. I just want you to surrender all to God. Lord, by the reason of your inspiration, I have given your word to your church. Especially that you say you are proposed to announce them to the whole world because your desire is to remove poverty. Lord, every spiritual poverty is cancelled in Jesus' name. Whatever has been done to prevent your prosperity from reaching you. The word of God is coming to you now. Our God says he holds silver and gold and he holds camel on a thousand hills. Therefore, he does whatsoever he wants and he has mercy on whom he will have mercy. By the mercy of God,